Welcome to the Fourth Pillar of Play, a Night Shift radio production, where we support your adventure in tabletop game design by discussing, learning, and creating right alongside you. It's one o'clock on a Saturday, and I haven't been behind the microphone for about two and a half weeks. But hello, everyone, and hi, Josh. Hey, how's it going? I feel like a stranger in a strange land. I know. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad you're back. I did my solo one, and I, I we were you just did fantastic. Talking, but it was I just amazing. struggled with that little bit of a. <laughs> oh wait, where's the music? <laughs> I know it was like that's how it started. We that's, really, really, really need to write an intro that I we know, can push a button. We can just and hit run. a button, yeah, because that that was my struggle. I, I was just telling you, I just started, and what got cut off that episode was me going. I got oh, I just I don't know. Do it. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's also it's not not to you know belabor the technical side of things. It's kind of an encumbrance to do it even when I edit the podcast yeah. because I have to open up the file that says episode music, copy the track from it, and then paste it into the new mm-hmm. episode file. Yeah. I can't then close the episode music because Audacity has a thing where if you close one window, it closes them all. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I found that. So <laughs> I'm I like, wait, I, can't, I, was just I have like two episodes open. I can't close 13. It'll close 14 too. Yeah, when I was trying to cut off that little bit, um, every time I would goof it up, I was just kind of like, well, no, that's, I didn't get that right. Wait, everything, I have to start all over. That's yep, fine. This exactly. is free software and it's lovely. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, it was funny. It was, it was like uh, when Casey had sent us the message that he had listened to the episode. And thank you, Casey. It was very nice. Um, what was really funny is I literally just was counting ums in my head. I don't remember the number now, but I was like, I feel like I've said enough ums, so I'm running out of things to say. So I have to. I didn't really see it as a problem. Well, you know, you know, you know, both of us have that. You know, it's not going to be a problem for you. You know, it's it's the messy car psychology. I don't care about your messy car. Right. I care about my messy <laughs> I car. I care about my messy car. I don't care about your messy house. I care about my messy house. I'll go into any I don't care. People are like, oh, I'm so sorry about this. I'm like, that's fine. I don't care about yours. But if people come into your house, you're like, ah! <laughs> exactly. It's different that way. So Yeah. So I, it was great. It was really good. And thank you so much. Doing the inventory of what we've accomplished and what we still have yet to accomplish. It's it's always a good spot, you know, see where yeah, you are. Yeah, just a little something. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be really good moving forward. But as I listened to it, all I could think about is how much I want to talk about demons. Yeah. And devils and fiends mm-hmm. and their chaotic little... Well, you know, and I actually been kind of looking forward to the idea of going through the... Um, what was the book? What's the fortress? What's the book we used again? From oh, Press. the Towns and Cities? I kind of like the idea of going through it again, knowing what kind of questions are coming and then applying it to... Oof. I think it would like, be... Do the demons and the devils... Yeah, do that. I think that's more interesting. Anyway, I, I, I don't we know if we'll get to it. Suffering. I don't know if we'll get to it tonight, but oh, I have no. a, a or today, but I have a visualization for what essentially the city looks like if you're coming up on it from a distance. Well, I would love to hear that because what I figured we would do today is we would kind of let's talk about what demons and devils are in Fifth Edition Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the the lore. Yeah. Okay. The lore that's built into Dungeons and Dragons. Now, is that and, Creative Commons? That stuff, the Blood War stuff. Uh, the Blood War specifically is. We're not going to be referencing anything right. that is specific to that. But just sort of like, let's see what Watsi has said about the difference between a demon and devil. So one of the things I was thinking about is we've got this idea that demons and devils end up shoved together. Right. And have to work together, meld together, intermingle in a way that they were not used to because, again, of the cosmically <laughs> locked nature of the world. So now you've got demons and devils forming a society together which shouldn't be able to happen Mm -hmm. so we might be able to come up with some interesting peeks into what that society or that that dysfunctional family unit might look like if we look at what is the the crux of demons and what's the crux of devils because most people at a surface level they can tell you that well demons are chaotic and devils are lawful but like okay What's that mean? Right. What does that mean given... Demons um, just like... Demons will just kill everyone and every... Right. Day. Given their overall propensity for violence on either side. Right. Exactly. You know, it's like, oh, great. You know, um, I'm so glad that I'm dealing with a demon than a devil. Like nobody... A player doesn't feel that. Yeah. And in, in you know, in quote unquote real the life... The devil if, will if, trick if, you into signing a contract to allow it to flay you alive. Right. And, you know, and the in d terms, ask. I think, I believe in D&D terms, also you'll sign a contract and end up becoming an eternal warrior in a battle against demons exactly forever. and like is that better i guess thank you and then the the prospect of coming up with a a new type of fiend that would be our right be asterakian an asterakian right uh type of fiend that is somewhere in the middle between a demon and a devil mm-hmm. and i don't know i tried doing a quick i did some research which meant i quickly googled it right and i could never find if anyone had ever created a neutral evil 
fiend. Um, oh, okay, yeah. And um, I wasn't sure if one existed. So, if, well, it's funny because it's you know, pop culturally, we've done demons and angels, right? Like it's always demons versus angels. Saga or, does demon and angel have a forbidden baby. Preacher did a demon and angel have a forbidden baby. But the idea that you create a dichotomy between demons and devils. And now we're creating a culture that, you know, they've had to force to interact in ways that they didn't. And mm-hmm. so we create, that would be our other race that we would, or species. That and we in a lot of, potential. in a lot of popular culture media, you have demons and angels and devils are just angels that go bad. Right. There's the devil, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The devil who runs demons. Right, right. So, so I recently heard on Data Over uh, Dogma, they, they talked about, and I thought this was fascinating. So in Data Over Dogma, he specifically, and what uh, I'd have to find the specific episode, he referenced um, what the Bible has apparently referenced multiple times, and it is uh, a divinity council that used to exist. Right. And I just think that's funny because I knew nothing about it. And I talk about like the Congress of Divinities, but there was a divinity council, which was like basically what we know as traditional Christian God and his 69 brothers and brothers, right? And they were each, and then there was a God above them. And at one point, again, what we would know as the typical Christian, you know, what we're colloquially called, you know, God, uh, came forth and basically was like, you all had one job to his, to all of his siblings. You all had one job and it was to maintain a social order and you blew it. And he basically took control of the whole thing and made everyone angels. And that's why the angels look so insanely wacky and weird. Oh, because they that are, comes from... Okay, so for those of you who do not know... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is... Data Over Dogma is a podcast run by Dan McClellan. He's mm-hmm. popular on TikTok and Instagram as well. Yep. And he basically is he is a biblical scholar and translator. Super smart guy. Super yeah. like one of those people you watch, he starts talking and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this man makes me feel real dumb. But again, if you are watching the TikToks and if for some reason we tweet about this and Dan, you see this, I mean this in the most endearing way. My favorite thing is on the podcast that this super smart guy can go, uh, I don't know. It's it's Leviticus seven something something. I can't remember. And I'm like, oh, thank God, <laughs> because the TikToks make it look like he's got an right because he can edit him. But you know, and he could edit it out. And but he's he's definitely a cool dude. You can tell. And so he does it. And it's it's such a relief to sit and listen to mm-hmm. this guy kind of search for words and just kind of go. I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, he's only been doing the podcast for a little while. It's pretty short. Yeah, I'm um, currently doing. It's um, I think the episode is called. It's not Adam and Steve. Right, where yeah. he's he's addressing uh, the complete misunderstanding of homosexuality in mm-hmm. the ancient of, of the sexuality. Really, is where he, he comes from. The you don't understand sexuality in the ancient world, and it's a great episode. It's so good to listen to. Well, so what he does is he he takes a, he tends to his he found his viral following in mm-hmm. responding to often most of the time hateful generally conservative american christian tiktok talking about why and honestly not always yeah you know he he really is just kind of like i understand why you think what you're thinking however here's some context and that's why you don't fully like you're mistranslating the bible you know jordan peterson no that's not what that says yeah that's not what he means Um, you know i'm not even sure how he got there but he's so nice but he also does it to neil degrasse tyson yep when when neil degrasse tyson was quoted in a in a interview on uh, joe BC rogan ad of course joe rogan yep. bc and ad and he says it was an attempt to de de religiousify dates yeah and he's like actually no <laughs> yeah was, that's it been was used... an attempt to de-christianify dates yeah. but that's it yeah it's um anyway enough about his podcast anyway but, but it's a really good podcast it, and yeah, it's as someone who is not religious at all yeah and I don't, I'm overall, I, don't spe- I don't speak for you no i'm but, overall spiritual i'm open to things and i'm you know i'm and I just, I just find it so fast. I'm definitely not. I wouldn't call myself religious, but I just find this type of thing fascinating. Just, well, I mean, I do too. Yeah, I, but you know, so. but from I, I, I like. I don't know. I guess I really kind of wish I lived in a world where we had a bunch of gods. Then maybe I'd be religious. You just want to be in ancient Greece with polytheistic flawed gods. <laughs> well, no, yes, no. You like ancient Greece? I do. I do. well, I like a lot of that. Stuff. I mean, I, I like you know the Norse gods. I like Norse I like, gods are m- far like, more heavy metal. I like some variety in in godhood. You know, um, I, I just like that kind of. It's you more want deific diversity? Me. Yeah, I want a whole bunch of stuff. You know, <laughs> of course, I also want my government to be like you know functional. Well, the, well, there's that, but 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 I want it to be functional because I want like you know. How about Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene don't just use nasty words, just beat each other up. Like, just, <laughs> like let's just do it. Let's get well, I mean, have you ever seen the videos so of like government 
breakdowns well, you know in what? Japan always, where they break down into I, a fist fight? My thing is always um, in a terrible movie, but my kids enjoyed when they were small, Cat in the Hat. And the one, and they had the babysitter that loved to watch Filipino Congress or something like that. And, it, and the clip that they show is them just like beating on each other. And I do not know if that's appropriate. I apologize if it isn't because I, I just, I'm just literally taking it from the show, but I just love the idea of politicians that get so passionate about something. They're just like, you know what? Let's step outside. You know what? Not even outside. Let's just step down to the floor and let's finish this. I've just, seen multiple videos of different parliamentary bodies in other countries breaking mm-hmm. down into fist fights. Well, listen, you know, there's passion there. Is that a bad thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, and it just doesn't happen in England because they have a pub. Well, and it doesn't happen in the United States because we have them going, they have all their rules of order with like, I know. the distinguished gentleman from Minnesota. <laughs> and you can, the way they say that is the exact same way they would say something that I would have to beep if I said it on this podcast. Well, it's just interesting that we're talking about... Um, My colleague from Florida. And, and how many minutes are we into the podcast where we talk about demons and devils and now we're talking about politicians in America? It it's just, apropos. It's, it seems like it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of demons yes. and devils, yeah. so I thought that what we would do is we would start by looking at what demons and devils and how they are defined in, and I'm just using, so what I didn't do is I didn't pull out my copy of Mordenkainen's Monsters of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go jumping into the most latest, most up-to-date lore, Sure, but I just came to the Monster Manual, to, and I want to summarize, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it, and I'll summarize it all the stuff about demons and devils in here. So, demons. And I'll read the first paragraph. Spawned in the infinite layers of the abyss, demons are the embodiment of chaos and evil, engines of destruction, barely contained in monstrous form, possessing no compassion, empathy, or mercy. They exist only to destroy. Now, that tells you a lot right there. Yeah. They are they are mindless monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other things they are, they are small. I mean, and it doesn't even imply they're even like power driven. No, they yeah. they literally, it's to, they, some people just like we'll to watch the, the world burn. burn, Master Wayne. Yeah, totally. Yep. I can't do a Michael Caine. Michael Caine. But I can say Michael Caine. Because <laughs> you no, say Michael no, Caine. No, you'll get a new Michael Caine back when they're drinking, eating the cigars. And so, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 he's a little lower. Michael Caine. Doing, so they are spawns of chaos. Yeah. And, <laughs> just I'm watch, not an impressionist. They want to watch the world so, burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, spawns of chaos. Uh, the abyss creates demons as an extension of itself. Mm-hmm. So yep. demons are basically an extension of the abyss. Okay. That's interesting to me. Um, out of, formed out of filth and carnage of the abyss. Delicious. Yep. So <laughs> they are an anthropomorphization mm-hmm. of the realm from which they hail okay yeah okay that's i think that's so in to some degree like an elemental exactly except for from the abyss instead of an elemental field okay um they are capricious elevation they respect power and power alone you are the boss if you beat the other guy okay i think that's sort of the they respect that um and then they and they can like transform as they grow so there's this whole thing in this where they start as one and they level up as demons right i love the idea that as i'm a human barbarian and i level up to level 15 and somewhere there's some demon i don't know the official name here let's see well which is funny because that's the key to oracle yeah it's basically he leveled up who levels up i start as a barlurga and i end up as a gorastro oh how far (laughs) we've come i know right being a Baraluga, um, I mean, honestly. Abyssal invasions. Uh, they search for... So they're always wandering around looking for portals to other planes so they can go and mess crap up. I was about to say something different. Yep. And tearing down civilizations, undoing the works of gods, etc., etc. Right. So that makes me think that immediately there would be some demons who would be like, oh, I'm at this place, which seems to be some sort of cosmic battery for the mm-hmm. all of the multiverse. Yeah. I bet you I could destroy all of existence from here. Right. So yep. that's something to think. Signs of corruption. They s- carry the stain of abyssal corruption with them. And we can't even talk about the abyss. The abyss is clearly written in as something we can't talk about. Really? Yeah. The nine layers of the abyss is... Nope. So No touchy. Okay. So the specific... Okay. Interesting. So demons and devils hail from a realm of chaos and destruction. So does... We just can't say the word the abyss. Well, we we could say the word abyss, but we can't use it. <laughs> yeah, they come from a realm of chaos and destruction, an abyss of despair. Yeah, but we can a, a small. We can say a small a abyss. Yeah, not I, a big a abyss. I feel like they're going to get into like a legal battle with the Nietzsche estate. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you stare long enough, no. into the <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, wherever they are, things the, the the land revolts at having them around. Right. Yeah. Yep. 
and they are eternal. Death is a minor nuisance to a, de- a demon. This is going to be important for us right. because normally they die, they get respawned. They respawn. Yeah. Um, so they're like a cosmic virus to order. Yes. They get they get wherever they can get in, they go in and they just corrode, maybe not even with an agenda except for corrosion. The the corrosion is the agenda. Okay. Yeah. And then if they're killed, they can only be killed in the abyss. Which would essentially mean that our demons mm-hmm. on Esterok cannot be defeated. Right. Okay, we'll have to figure out we'll a, figure that run out. around that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they have a protected essence. Um there's this whole thing in here about creating a demonic amulet. I'd never heard of this before. Oh, that's interesting. Because I'm a bad GM and I didn't read this verse by verse. Well, it could be bad players that didn't come. You know, I want to yeah. stuff him into an ambulance. Yeah. amulet there. A powerful demon yeah. can take steps to safeguard its life essence using secret methods and abyssal metals. Small a. Abyssal <laughs> metals create an amulet into which part of that essence is seated so it can make a horcrux. It can make a horcrux. Okay, yeah. Uh, if the demon's abyssal form is ever destroyed, the amulet allows the fiend to reform at a time and place of its choosing. Oh, that's very pop culturally demon you thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, what is get this these pieces together and then we can bring them back to life. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. the, it's, well, I mean, it's the, um, the, the, the Hellblazer box or the Hellraiser box. Totally. Yeah. It is the let's, lament configuration. Yeah. Let's put pieces together. Yeah. Um, or an ancient book that if you read it while you're in a cabin in the woods, absolutely that's the much same more person my... who I, I, i'm going to reference something that the listeners have no idea i just gave you a skeletor sticker from an art yeah, yeah. Mart in new orleans where mm-hmm. we just gave him payout crumb and i also bought one that is the same artist did the necronomicon ex morphus from evil dead oh, that's the best book and i bought that and then i also bought the never-ending story Oren. Book. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a sticker. Klaatu, Verada. <laughs> <laughs> I said your word. <laughs> there, I said it. Um, demonic cults. And so demons, so cults manipulate mortal servants into performing acts of depravity in their name. Right. And they have zero regard for any of their cultists, though. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's, and that's how I feel about demons, but not devils. Yeah. And demons can be summoned, but why would you? <laughs> yeah. uh, if mages will sometimes try to summon a demon to do its bidding and it's very 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 stupid to do that because the demon will do everything in its power to screw you over yeah um bound demons the book of vile darkness the black scrolls of Alm, the de- Decor- demonomicon of igluiv none of these are accessible to us those are all ip yeah are the foremost authorities on demonic matters these ancient so basically uh there is books that talk about how to bind demons into things like jewelry, weapons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what happens if you handle it? Demonic possession, no matter how secure it's binding, a powerful demon often finds ways to escape an object that holds it. When a demonic essence emerges from its container, it can possess a mortal host. So this is the I found a strange ring in an old pawn shop and I yeah. put it on and then I started having nightmares. Is Elric's sword? Is that a demon in that? I'm going to embarrass myself and go Elric's sword. Um Michael Moorcock. Never read it. Oh, okay, because his sword is vampiric. Oh, is it? And it sucks. You know, that's where the, the blade talks to him. That's where that came from. Oh. The whole idea of um, the blood spear there. Like, that's similar. That That's a that's a lift, right? Because that's okay. what Elric did. Elric is essentially a junkie. Oh. You, I'm surprised you haven't read Elric. I, I think you would probably, probably, you'd probably like it. It's I will put stuff. it on my to-read list. Yeah. I'm currently reading a nonfiction book called The Axeman of New Orleans because I'm trying to challenge myself by reading more nonfiction. And I found a book about... This uh, serial killer in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. I bought the book when I was there. Yeah. It was 30 years after Jack the Ripper, and it was a uh, serial killer in New Orleans who killed many people um, and would most targeting Italian grocers. And he would would break into their house house and use their own axe to kill them. Yeah, you have to look up uh, Hell's Half Acre. That's a good book, too. Okay, I will. And let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. And then there's, there's, that talks about the levels. Like there's demon lords and all that sort of stuff. So there's, Six types of demons, type one through six. Okay. I know. Like, it's, it's that's the hierarchy. And a whole thing in here about their true names having power over them. So, uh, weaving in a lot of classical, you know, pop culture stuff There's into one through that. six. I'm so, I know I don't want to it's do It's a type it. four entity. Uh, no, the one through six makes me think of a uh, community. And ones don't get a rhyme because they're garbage. It's from the Meow Meow Beans episode. Oh. <laughs> Everyone can rate each other. Ones don't get a rhyme. But I sure do garbage. like these apples. I sure do like these apples. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's how demons work. It works. It's an app. It's demons. It all adds up. <laughs> a social app where there's you always an appropriate other. community yeah, reference there's been so much yeah so now we move on to devils okay so yeah. the same thing here's the first paragraph about devils 
devils personify tyranny, with a totalitarian society dedicated to the domination of mortal life. The shadow of the nine hells of Bator, or Bator, or Baator, extends far across the multiverse, and Asmodeus, or Asmodeus. Mm-hmm. Because see if I can tick off both kinds of people. Right. Asmodeus, the dark lord of Nessus, strives to subjugate the cosmos to satisfy his thirst for power. To do so, he must continually expand his infernal armies, sending his servants to the mortal realm to corrupt the souls from which new devils are spawned. So, also, he they're from... So, oh, f- see? My cosmology's messed up. I forgot. Mm-hmm. The abyss and the nine hells are two different places. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but don't they connect through like they, the river? Sticks? Yes, or something like that. Yeah, I don't have my DMG. Yeah, I'm, um, which is where that would be. I have my player's handbook and my master manual. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they connect via the river sticks. Okay, essentially. So there's a different place. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that holds in place, which is another funny kind of holdover from early D and D, where they still suddenly use one. Per- you know, it's the river sticks, and I'm like, that's a specific cultural... I know, that's like ancient Greek. We're just going to use it. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, what about something else? No, nah, everyone knows that. Let's just go with it. You know, the they don't call sticks. it the river of the infernal or something no. crazy. They just... I'm r- surprised because they could have totally rebranded it and then included it with their IP. Well, too late now. Well, Maybe not. Well, they can no longer do that with Strahd von Zarevich anymore either. I know, I know. He's going to You we're can have a vampire one. lord named Strahd von Zarevich in your module that you write at home and sell yeah. without asking for permission i think that's hilarious so they are lords of tyranny devils live to conquer enslave and oppress mm-hmm. so where demons want to destroy devils want to control okay so again the reason we veered into politicians exactly because i mean not to be too well, not to be too sarcastic but well, i mean, I mean there honestly, are some politicians yeah. who want to destroy too <laughs> right. listen if i can do everything in my power to make the government not run and then complain that the government doesn't work right and that's why I should have more power. And then I use that more power to make the government not run. Not to get political. Right, right. No, no, totally. That's funny. Um, it's not funny. Which came Sad. first? Which came first? Yeah, right? <laughs> the perception of devils or... <laughs> um, they dev- uh, delight in exercising, exercising authority over the weak. Um, so they just like to be in charge. They're bossy. Yeah. Okay. Obedience and ambition. Um, d- uh, d- uh, let's see here devils so they they listen to their boss even if they hate their boss because they're lawful okay they're like oh my boss is such a jerk but i gotta respect the system okay yeah this is uh, this is hitting close right this is like, like this is, uh, listen i know that things aren't working but so, we have to follow the rules because we can't because we gotta go high so we do live in hell <laughs> yes so that's really what this we is live implying. in the nine hells <laughs> um they use their influence to manipulate humanoid rulers and whisper evil thoughts, fomenting paranoia and eventually driving them to tyrannical actions. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not helping your argument. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. We're going to lose a chunk of listeners here. Yeah, well. Because we're going it's, we're gonna go woke and then it, go broke. That's insane. Not that we make any money from our podcast. That's in, it's insane, though. That, okay, go ahead. That's fine. It's Obedience and ambition. In accordance with their lawful alignment, devil. Oh, I just, already, I just read that one. Um, mm. The hierarchy that it has depends on their unswerving loyalty. Um, so it's also at the same time it's in their nature to scheme, creating some desired rule. The ellipses uh, their contentment to be ruled. The singular ambition to be the strongest among the arch devils whom Asmodeus rule appoints to rule in the nine layers of the nine hells. These high-ranking fields are the only devils to ever sample true power, which they crave like the sweetest ambrosia. So basically, yeah, they follow the rules and they do what they're supposed to do, mm-hmm. but they're always looking for a loophole okay. that they can use to advance themselves. All right. So the devils are the aqueduct and the demons are the tide, like the the, the tsunami. They yeah, just keep coming in and then the devils are like, no, we want to do very similar things, but we want to keep it under control so we can enjoy the fruits of our labor. Yeah. So devils are can uh, so they can travel via portals or powerful summoning magic. They love to strike bargains with mortals seeking to gain some benefit or prize, but the mortal making such a bargain must be wary. So devils love to basically collect souls. Yep. Yep. They're always is... like, "Oh, do you want to be rich? Fine, I'll make you rich." Right. But then I get your soul, and then I can do all kinds of stuff with your soul. It's which, the fuel for the mostly, stuff. Yeah, mostly making it into another demon or a devil. Right. Which is yeah, generally what you've signed up for. And to own a creature's souls to have absolute control over it. So. That also mm. allows them to so, and they, they don't they don't sow chaos. They just want to rule everything. Right? Yeah. They just, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, you know, we mentioned the blood war, and, and that's the thing that keeps. We didn't them. mention the blood war. That's an intellectual property. I thought it wasn't. I thought they accidentally put that in. Is that another I accident? Don't know. I don't know. But either way, the blood war is essentially what keeps them from. 
you know, because you would you would see the comparison between the two, and you're like, well, why don't devils just r- run everything? Um, well, it's because they're busy fighting the demons. They also crab in a barrel a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, yeah, but that is that. That's always been the story of D anD. d The reason that the fiends don't overrule overrun everything is because they're fighting with themselves first. Right. Yeah. Evil is its own worst. So, if, just taking that fact, yeah. in Esterok, if we have demons and devils willing to work together, we're already at a very well. If there wasn't a cosmic horror mm-hmm. element that they are working together against, yeah, the demons and devils could unite forces and take completely, over. completely. So once again, there is something to keep each other in check. Yeah, and I think the cooperation between them is thematically consistent with how we kind of want Estrock to be. Mm-hmm. You know that they that they that they have to work together despite the fact that maybe they. You know, it, it wouldn't be their first choice. And it's not a perfect system. And they're struggling with it. internal strife all the time. No. Oregal rules them both by taking the parts of being a demon and parts of the devils that he right. has consumed mm-hmm. to make himself something unique that can keep a thumb on everything. Right. Because even if we come, you know, even as we move forward with the idea of the mix of, of the species, where it's a, a demon and a devil together, Oregal is still above that. Right. Because he isn't pieces of a demon and pieces of a devil. He is, like, to me, when he consumes whatever he's consumed over time into himself, becomes literally a part of himself. It's just his will dominates over everything. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't get a piece of the power of the devil he managed to consume. He gets all that power. It's his. And that power is further driven by his ability to suppress the will of that devil. You know, because he also his gets his natural from that. inherent chaos is able to balance with the natural inherent lawfulness that he's consumed. Yeah, and he falls somewhere in the middle. In yeah, sort of it, a neutral it, good. It, Which the word that I came up with, and I texted you from my car I one know. day. Yep, I still like it. No, uh, so do I. It's a divorce. A divorce. Yep. Um, not a divorce. A divorce. Yep. So, but we haven't really gotten mm-hmm. to that yet. So we, and then the last thing this talks about is the infernal hierarchy, like the ranks of demons and sure. devils. So we have demons who are types one through six, mm-hmm. and devils who are like lesser devils, greater devils, and arch devils. Right. And they kind of rise up that way. Now, so in Esterok, mm-hmm. yep. Let's bring this to Esterok. In our world, there were demons and devils there. Yep. Being there were going about their business, their multiversal, multidimensional business, traveling, trying to screw crap up. Yeah, there were probably some trapped in amulets. There were some bound in rings. There were some who had possessed people, Mm -hmm. and so by and bitten, bitten by all these people trapped on this place. Sevenfold storm comes, locks them all in. There is a small group of demons and devils who are now on this plane. Yep, they're on this world from which they cannot escape mm-hmm. the first thing they do they're not together yet the first thing they do well i i'm trying to remember um i don't know that i okay well here we this go this is us I, this I, is I us coming know. up with this yeah. live as we talk the first okay so that's what we did before with with um the the, the more standard terrestrial lineages and you know okay so what what do they do so yeah it would sort of depend so you've got well, let's look at it differently. I feel like, okay, I guess yep. my first inclination is that you need to have something that forces them from not going and devouring everyone. Something mm-hmm. that holds them, something that keeps them away from being able to just... Because the Sevenfold Storm is also the origin of Oregon. Right. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can make this from a story point of view, what drives them to not just go crazy. Okay. We've said that they're on Estrock, so when they die, their essence cannot go to the Abyss. Mm-hmm. So maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. when they die on Esterok, it's permadeath. Oh, yeah. If it's permadeath. Well, okay, what is an abyss, right? It's this eternal nothing, and essentially Esterok is an eternal nothing. Right. So maybe something happens. Like maybe they recognize that when a demon or a devil is destroyed, mm-hmm. like every other thing that's destroyed on Esterok, it sort of gets absorbed by the world. Yep. And maybe, just maybe, one of them discovered that that's worse than being sent back to the abyss for a demon or a devil. Yeah. Okay. There has to be some reason why it's worse. There has to be some reason why the, you know, a demon bound in a sword on Estrock doesn't just let loose and say, like, let's destroy everything. Because if I destroy everything, you know what I mean? There has yeah. to, self preservation has to be the motivating factor. Well, I almost wonder. Because I had, I had played with this with Iliastrians, can we have it so that when worse than dying, 
you may be cleansed. The planet may clean you. Right. You may not be able, you, you're coming back, but for some reason you really like the idea of, you know, planting crops. You know what I mean? Oh. All of a sudden, all of these things that you revel in now, nah. Like a Glabrazoo who gets killed. <laughs> right. And then it reawakens as a deer. Right. It's, you know, it's a deer like a, with the, the memories of a Glabrazoo. Uh, right. And there's a part of it that's still in there. And it's like, all you want to do now is munch on leaves and chill. And, you know, it, oh, that, I, would, I just, that would be awful. I love the day. idea of like this peaceful, wonderful. How would they discover that that's what happens? I don't know. You have to give me a little bit of time. I'm sure you can come up with something. Um, It's fantasy. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you seahorses had Wi-Fi? You'd ask me, what's the password? Pete Holmes. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Why? How would they discover that? You know what? Maybe as a means of control, the primal of nature showed them. That could be it. And that's, again, part of the whole thing. Another idea I just had was mm -hmm. maybe they tried to possess someone. Oh, and then they're like, wait, wait a minute, wait a I minute. know you. This is Tom. Yeah. I know you from work. Wait, weren't you in sixth grade with me? I know, but you died. <laughs> I know it wait, from what do work. You do? Why are you a florist? Yeah. <laughs> and why Why do I sense like you're satisfied with this? <laughs> like you don't, you're not oh, ripping apart. Oh, guys, guys, yeah, there's a we, problem. When we die, Whoa. we become people. I know. Well, it's uh, that, that classic. Or become souls. X-Files season seven episode with Reese Darby where he was a lizard person, but he got bit by a human and he would turn into a human and he immediately found a nine to five job. <laughs> of, the, of the horrible new season of X-Files, I think it's seven or eight. Which was the new one? I, I don't know. The just a fantastic episode. He was essentially a were human lizard person, and he found like a job at the cell phone store helping people with their cell phones because that's what happened when he turned into a human. I have to do what humans do. It's really funny, and that's that's. But when he was a lizard person, he wanted to eat people. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, well, "We're going to take over the world," but eh, you know, yeah, it's very funny. It's a good oh episode. God. It's worth digging up at wherever it is. I'm gonna it's I'm gonna write in the show notes: lizard yeah. person yeah. X Files. Yeah, it's if it doesn't show up in the phone uh, show notes, folks, yeah. it's because they couldn't find it. Yeah, and then Reese Darby is oh um, Reese, okay, he plays the guy. It's super funny. Oh wait, Reese Darby is the guy from Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. Cool, Welcome cool, cool, to cool, cool, Jumanji. Welcome yeah. to Jumanji. Yeah, yes. that guy. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm the okay. So, so yeah. So maybe I I like the idea of the primal shows them, or I also like the idea of the well, let's mix them both. So the primal shows Oregon. This is what happens. This is what happens. Here. So, so very quickly, and so, they don't believe them. Yeah, a lot of things happen in quick succession once they're trapped yeah. in this place. Yep. One of the first things that happens is demons and devils do their thing. Right. They start trying to corrupt people. Mm -hmm. They start trying to turn people into devils. They start just wanting to destroy things slowly and like ruin everything. Yeah. Um. So they do that. We've got a, we got a thousand years to work with here. Yeah. So they start doing their thing, but there's not enough of them to do anything significant. Mm -hmm. They're doing it slow. Yeah. There's one demon. We don't know his name yeah. or its name. It is lost to time. Yeah. It is lost to time. Like so many things. And it comes story. across a devil. Mm -hmm. And there's a battle between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And there's a battle between the two of them in a glade with a pearlescent white milky shower mm -hmm. sure. of uh, Iliaster. Yep. And as they battle, they are suffused with Iliaster and the demon doesn't just kill the devil. Consumes him absorbs him the two maybe an equal an equal devil and an equal demon mm -hmm. are merged they are reverged yeah they're reverged into the into same into into each other and a new creature is born well if we do it like that is there another leg of revergence we can add is like a demonic revergence is synchronization a possibility at some point i don't know i i think of Anyways, it as a so, unique yeah. effect between yeah, fiends fine. and iliaster yeah so, so and yes, possibly, and, and possibly the primals have changed the way that works since that happened. It was an unintended thing. Yeah, I, I can see that. No, I like that. No, no, no. So 100% unique, 1,000% unique. Yeah. Yep. So it can't be repeated. He's the mm -hmm. first and the only. Yep. But because he exists, he has his names. The names of the original demon and devil are lost to time, but this new creature named itself Oregal. Mm -hmm. And it went around consuming demons and devils. Both in yep. equal measure. And it would consume them... It would it would try to get them to follow. Mm -hmm. They don't follow. He consumes. Right. He makes them an offer, and, and he makes they, it twice. And, and the this, third time, he just takes what he wants. Yes. Yep. So over over the course of many years, the demons and the devils are there. He gathers them all to him. Mm -hmm. Turns out there's there's enough of them for a small society. Yeah. A couple hundred demons and devils. Okay. Yep. Um. And and potentially with the potential that over a thousand years more are found all the time. Yeah, exactly. You know, freed from their prisons. Their 1,000-year, you know, their 500-year curse to be in the pendant is is past. Mm -hmm. yep. And over the time, he and he gathers them all, and he does something that all demons and fe all fiends, all demons and devils 
when they have autonomy, hear the call of Oregal. Mm-hmm. And they go. Right. Yeah, it becomes this compass because of where they are. Mm-hmm. They're drawn to it. Because their their alternative is to become a grocer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you um, may end up being a bookkeeper. You know, so possibly that doesn't account. sound great to you. Yeah. You go to Oregal. Oregal says, here's the rules. You in or you out. And by out, I mean in. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. And so then they're in. So who is he's he's the arbiter of all structure. He's the arbiter of how they are forced to function. He consumes them when they don't mm-hmm. do the right thing. Right. Um, and t- the primals allow him to function at the level that he is. Because the primals could take him. That's mm-hmm. always been the other thing that we've mentioned. Is like, yeah, the primals he's could, good, but could the primals swat could swat him out. But he fills the void of he will fight the aberration that is. And that's where our story takes a turn. So he originally, he mm-hmm. starts gathering these people with the con, with the conceit, I'm going to rule this, this, this world. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's, right you know, he's still a bad guy. Yeah, I'm going to rule this world. Because mm-hmm. that's what but, you know, we just read, that by his nature, that's what he wants to do. Yeah, the demon in him wants to destroy it, and the devil in him wants to control it. Mm-hmm. So he's going to rule a ruined world. Right. He's right. going to ruin it and rule it. Mm-hmm. And then something happens, which is the struggle with the aberration. Yes, and that... maybe the world comes to him and says, "Here's the deal. We don't know how this happened. We don't know how this can be a mystery you built in. We don't know how it was communicated to him." Yeah, but Oregal becomes aware of the growing threat of aberrations self-propagating mm-hmm. somewhere deep and dark in the pit of in the pit beneath Death Mountain. Whatever. Exactly, yep. in the pit beneath the mountain, the, in the in the city beneath the, the the waves. Yeah, yeah. A threat that is worse than what the demons and devils can imagine. Mm-hmm. And so they make a bargain. Yeah. All right. We will. We are going to combine our forces and we are going to stand against the aberrations right. because even we don't like that. Right. Yeah. And there's a tendency. And if they were to take over, things would be worse for us. Right. Exactly. Yep. We want. They want to control this world, but we want to control this world. You can't control it because it's ours to control. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get you out of the way first. Right. Which is, again, parallels essentially the blood war. And exactly. The yep. So our war is between mutated, merged demons and devils mm-hmm. and aberrations that grow and self-propagate. Right. I do want to figure out a way of growing the demonic numbers, a story reason why they can continue to increase I mean, their they, numbers. They can propagate quickly. They can be created, perhaps, similar to how Iliastrians are created. Maybe I mean, they any... can use Iliaster. They can use corrupted Iliaster, mm-hmm. and they can, you yeah. know, essence, use the essence of a demon or a devil to transform forcibly mortals into demons and devils. Sure. And there's no shortage of mortals. Exactly. Because right? they breed like bunnies. Absolutely. So that there's our answer is that they are, mm-hmm. they have a ritual through which they can create more demons. And, and through devils. thousands of years, the only thing is that you as a player and or person dwelling in this world just need to remember, don't look at them in human terms. Nope. You know, they don't have babies every nine months, you know, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Do they cover gestational period for elves in any of the books? But no, they don't. Hmm. I you don't know, care to how, know. How, how quick do you get another gnome out? You know, like, are they in litters? Is there litters of gnomes? Like, they don't even cover it. Prudes. <laughs> these are the burning questions watsy well, these are the ask. burning someone, questions someone somewhere here show asking. note gnome gestation <laughs> oh my god do they build nests i don't know <laughs> they well, hatch from eggs it's, it's the classic dragon uh, uh dragonborn oh do, yeah do as a dragonborn have like a cloaca like how far does being dragonborn go do you come out of an egg or don't you well yeah, and yeah. dragonborn were so dragonborn were new to right. me because the only exposure because we have are these guys what, what draconians came first yeah draconians and they're distinctly different things and they are they very clearly in the books talk about how draconians are made yeah, dragonlance draconians dragonlance yeah. draconians are made when good dragon eggs are corrupted by bad magic yeah you take a silver dragon egg you do evil techesis spells tolkienist i mean Tolkien. tachesis yeah tachesis tachesis it's okay evil tachesis spells yeah, and it bursts forth it's the tolkien yeah it's exactly yeah, it's, it's, it's the like tolkien orcs thing. or tolkien elves that have been corrupted yep dragon uh draconian draconians are good dragons that have been corrupted right um and then someone in 3.5 or whenever the first dragonborn came along they're like hey draconians are cool can we make like that a player race right but not with destroying good dragon eggs like, yeah, it's a dragon humanoid race. So it's an entire race of where people. I, I don't even know how dragon. I try I don't not know to where think they of how these from. work. 
I don't know. They so come it's from. like, how do you make an entire race out of the can't be all that common times when a dragon takes human form? Like that's about the only way I could figure that. Yeah. Also, it ends up with us talking about fantasy propagation, which ugh. right, and then we turn into a whole, and then it turns into a whole thing, and it's just that's if that's your thing, that's fine. It's just not my thing. It's like I don't want to know. Yeah, no. Um, I do not need to know the D and D birds and bees. I'm but sure I'm there mildly, is some I am mildly hand drawn illustrations that explain exactly how that plenty works. Plenty of them. Plenty of them. Here, I'll put those in the whole show forums. notes. No, <laughs> yeah, whole, whole, whole forums show. without dedicated, whole, without yeah, a doubt exactly. dedicated. Somewhere on Tumblr, they've covered this <laughs> for a while. <laughs> for, for and a while. then they had to stop. Yeah, exactly. But now apparently they. Again, but now so they can coming again. back so um yeah so demons and devils form the new thing fighting against aberrations they use dark and there's some humans who know about the dark ceremonies to create more demons and devils mm-hmm. because there are humans at the highest levels of power who are aware yeah. of Oregal and his place they corrupt iliaster mm-hmm. to give to the demons to use in their dark rituals they allow people to be taken. I love that. See, this is the yeah. kind of crap I love. I love yeah. that there's a cabal mm-hmm. of people in power who are like, no, yes, we take care of our citizens, except the ones that we let the demons take and turn into other demons. Right. But they're gar- but they're all bad. But that yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be sent to the mines. No one's ever heard back from the mines. That's because there's no mines. <laughs> exactly. It's the farm where your parents dropped Exactly. The dog exactly. Off. We took yeah. we took Fido to the farm. Yeah, exactly. We took um, him to the farm. A farmer wanted him. Exactly. Farmers just take dogs. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. So that creates cool story hooks mm-hmm. because there are it's serves to purpose. There are cultists of Oregal right. in human society. Sure. But they serve a purpose. Yeah, that's actually more interesting than just. It's more interesting them. because black and white's boring. Yeah, it's like no, like of course I'd work with the demons. You just I can't tell you I don't tell people about it because you wouldn't understand. But if I didn't, they wouldn't have the numbers they need to keep the aberrations in check. Mm-hmm. I am privy to information you're not privy to. Right. My mind has been opened. I see the dangers. Yep. You're crazy. That may be, but I'm also right. R- yeah. No, yeah, that's um, that's always. Fun. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's always fun. No, that all sounds. I mean, we'll get it all hopefully orderly someday. But yeah, no, that all sounds great. Yeah, no, this is this is all ideas that we're going to put into a copy text about the nature of and divorces. So they made that deal a thousand years ago. Good deal. We'll take it. And they've been working um, on it ever since. Yeah, and you know the the primals are like, listen, and make no mistake, you can go too far. I love that. I personally love the idea. Yeah. You can go too far. Well, what are your rules? Because Oregon would want rules. Oh no, no, no. I don't have to just don't go too you far. Rules. Well, what is don't too far? Go too far. And that has to be. And that has to just be a natural. And I love the idea that the primals who really ex- only exist because of people's perception mm-hmm. that there must be an anthropomorphization of nature and death right. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Those primals don't communicate with mortals, right? Yeah. What are mortals going to do? <laughs> right. Well, I, I also mortals like, are the lowest rung. I kind of like the idea too. As we're sitting here, I kind of like the idea that primals gave a drop of inspiration to Iliastrians, and that was a consequence for something that Oregal pulled. Oh, you know, oh, that's right. Because the Iliastrians have the ability to. Yeah, when they when they procreate, they are taking a soul, whatever one they pluck out of again the well that mm-hmm. exists in Esterok somehow. Yeah, got to figure that one out too. But um, and then once it's that, it can't be anything else either. But it can't be humans, like a like a a, a human. Once a human becomes an Iliastra, once that soul, and then that soul gets cleansed, it just becomes a part of the power that would eventually drive enough strength that the primals themselves could overcome the right. uh, aberrations. With so the Iliastrians serve a purpose as well. Yeah. They are the filter media. Yeah, I like them to be the penalty of something that maybe Oregal pulled at some one time. Yeah, and, and, it's if, like, and if you don't stay in check, you're going to have to deal with my Iliastrians. Yeah. So that does, it's from a story perspective, that gives us something to add to Iliastrians too, because mm-hmm. they have a natural ability to uh, hurt right. demons and devils. And just, and just like, I do like, and I don't know if it is a non-progressive value or whatever. I just love the idea of these two peoples that are just completely at odds, no matter what. You, you just can't make them work in this case. No. I just like that idea of like, again, on a primal level, mm-hmm. there's just, we, we, our existences are just too... They're two antithesis to one another or whatever. Right. Is. Yeah. yeah. So the demons and devils, they formulate their plan. They're there. The divorces, they, Oregal brings his hordes mm-hmm. to the spot from whence the aberrations might come. Yeah. And there he establishes their city. Yeah. And the city of demons and devils yeah. grows over the next thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Um, cultists come and help them. 
and are then sacrificed. It's, well, I, I also it's like, mortared with the blood and viscera of a thousand cultists. It's also cool to kind of like Mos Eisley the place, right? Like, mm-hmm. So this is also the place where anybody who is a not-so-pleasant refugee post-sevenfold storm, you know, they're more violent maybe they end up kind of gravitating towards this world. Oh, so you don't see it as an actual hellscape. You see it as an actual well location? Because I see I, it I, in my head, and there is no right or wrong answer here. Okay, so I do see it as a location, but go okay. ahead. You do. I, I, I see it as like literally like the video game Doom. <laughs> when the Doom music The plays. Doom music starts when you enter the city of Oregal. Yeah. And it's just, or like, you know what I picture? I picture hell from the movie Constantine with Keanu Reeves. Okay, no. So I do definitely, it's definitely a hell, but it is a place you can see. I guess when you say it conceptually, I immediately think that it's not a thing that people see. Oh, no. I think that people see it. And I think that the capital has, I just have this whole thing of capital. It's like almost like a variation on Deep Space Nine where there's essentially a pit mm-hmm. over which it's kind of the breach where where um, aberrations kind of connect, right? Right. And they build this whole thing. But Oregal, they kind of build these these long claws made of... Bone Deep Space and Nine is all kinds of things. And in the center <laughs> is Oregal's castle. Yeah. Oregal's castle is at the center of it. He's constantly looking down upon and the he's opening. right there. And that's like, and it's a complete flex. Like if anybody wants to come and take my house, then you're welcome to try. And if you can take this house and if you can hold this house, you know, I just, I don't know. I think that's a cool flex. All these different things leading up to, I'm right over where the trouble, I'm leading from the front. So I'm is, not in, a your, joke. in yeah. your thought there's a market in the city. Yeah. What do they sell in the market in a demon city? There's a culture. I don't know. Weapons scalps. that are weapons Fresh that are otherwise scalps. weapons that are otherwise. Well, how about this? How about earthly delights? Things that oh. make Oh. See, like, I'm sitting here going, I don't see how this can work and then you go throw that genius down. I literally just oh. thought of that as I said it. Earthly I delights. deal with I sell power. Yeah. Well, and, and I just sell things riches. like just things like, "Oh, you're looking to corrupt a human? You know what they love?" You know what I mean? Like I have this thing, and I sell this, and I yeah, just that's what they deal. So, with. how often, in your estimation, do mortals visit the city? Very, very rarely, because it's like a death sentence. To yeah, go there. you're screwed for sure. You're definitely screwed. You, and you unless be... you're like, I'm a level twenty mage, and I plan on doing some shady crap. Yeah, I show up at the doors, and I'm like, you know, Morpheus knocking on the gates of hell. Totally. Yeah, I'm yep. here. Yeah, to bargain. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You would go there if you if you have the stones. You know, you would go there because and hey, the spell slots. Yeah, exactly. Hey, this um, this particular individual says that you tricked their son into a deal, and we're here to renegotiate that. You know, like that's when you would go. You would mm-hmm. go and go like, hey, yeah, no, you know, some again, story hook wise, that's why you would go. Okay. But it's it's not. So a, you're not imagining no, that there's is, caravans running. It is not from a, the human it city. Is, there. It is not a tourist stop. Okay, yeah. all right, nope, nope. and it may well be in Florida. However, <laughs> it is not a tourist. Stop. Well, and and I again, we have our yeah. cabal in right. uh, Point Reach mm-hmm. that is working through the right. academy. And, and they would occasionally... And they're going to send an emissary, but mm-hmm. that job isn't secure either. Like, R- right, yeah. Part of the... Or maybe they hire people to take the stuff to the city. Well, we we imagined it that there were actually divorces in Point R- Reach right. yep. who then collect the goods and take it back. Yep. But you might every now and then send a caravan to there to take some mm-hmm. new corrupted Iliaster. Mm-hmm. And also, you're part of the delivery, right? Yeah, it's not a thriving marketplace. You know what I mean? All like, right, it's, right, it's right. not. It's not like you walk into the market and they're like, "Hey, you know, we've got your you know, fresh Souls, wishes here, yeah. or whatever. You know, whatever you can sell. You know, it's not like that. But yeah, it has plagues, a certain level of get you plagues. Yeah. <laughs> though that'd be fun too. Use that. <laughs> like, there can be a whole section. <laughs> New Oracle. New Oracle. Oh. New Oracle. <laughs> but we do need to listen. Name I just got city. back from New Orleans. Yes, yeah. you know, and it is. And I say this. With the understanding that people are going to hear it and go, okay, New Orleans is my favorite city in the world, Mm -hmm. but it's gross. (laughs) Right. You said that. (laughs) Well, you know, um, my boss, uh, Steve, uh, he just got back from England. Oh, how do you enjoy himself? He loved it. So we did the slideshow this past week and he showed Mm -hmm. me a bunch of the pictures of his trip there. It was fascinating. But what he said, the one thing he goes, here's the pub we went into. It smelled like piss. Yeah. All pubs in England, apparently, he's like, everyone I've ever gone to smells like, I'm sorry, pee. You may have to bleep that. I'm not going to. choice. I'm not going to. They all smell like the urine. one. He said they all smell like urine. He, he goes, because of the way that the, some of them are so old, they have this like trough system that only uh. only clears itself out like when it hits a certain level. He goes, and so like if you go in there just before the place closes and everyone takes a final leak and then they leave, it just sits there overnight. And it sits there. It sits, he goes. He goes. Every. He goes. Everyone. He goes. It didn't matter. Generally, it, if it was an older pub, it didn't really matter. He goes. I went in. And I was like, ugh. 
<laughs> they just smelled so bad. Well, you know, so we went into New Orleans and uh, I walked I walked with our guests down yeah. Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's which is not my favorite place in New Orleans. I Right, that's got to be the uh, that's the tourist trap. That's got to be touristy Orleans. part. If I know but about it, it's got to be the tourist. It's part, and so it it, it, it smells like a toilet. How could it not? It smells like garbage in a toilet. Mm-hmm. And the one of our tour guides made a joke. He called it bourbon bourbon juice. Oof. Um which is the strange liquid that seems always present in the gutter street of <sighs> of Bourbon Street. And he, he joked, he goes, you drop your phone in the bourbon juice, just get a new phone. Yeah, and he goes, sure. and don't step in it. If you do, leave your toes behind. Because <laughs> you're not going to want them afterwards. It's like a mix of, and you know, the thing is below urine, sea level. and it's, vomit. It's been cleaned. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it gets to the point where people keep track of the street cleaning schedule so they know when they can go and it won't smell. Oh, goodness. That's a hell of a thing. <laughs> okay. But again, I love New Orleans. I love right. New well, I mean, it doesn't have to be exclusive. Warts you know? and all. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And let's be honest: New York City smells like pee all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's anytime just a city you, thing. that's going to be a city thing. Anytime yeah. you you put that many people together, exactly. Like that. Oh. There's there's an odor. The yep. Ode Metropolis. Yeah. So, but hey, this is some good story. Yeah. This is some good story. There's a lot to go from here. But I do think that that's all of the time we have for today. It's over there. And as I know, I'm looking for my sheet. Yeah. Oh, wait. There it is. This is a natural segue. Absolutely. So, we, oh, wait. That's even na- more natural segue. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It'll never be. You know be... what? Why don't you come up with this outro out of the top of your head? Okay. Hang on a minute. Let me give me Just a think about it for a second. Just a minute. Just... You know what? How about I'm going to start like this? Okay. Uh, and that, friends, is all, <laughs> is all of our time for today. <laughs> Thanks again for listening and supporting. Thanks to Night Shift, obviously, for continuing <laughs> to upload us. Um, hey, and for more information or to peruse our latest drafts and creations, visit our website at www.fourthpillarplay.com. All spelled out yeah, and hopefully updated at some point by me. At some point. Well, you have the summer now, right? I do have the summer now. And, just, so. things are set up. and where you can also uh, like, follow us or message us on Twitter or Instagram. It's yeah. okay. We'll hey, get, and if you're we'll a local person yep. who listens to this podcast, you should also, I'll put a link in the show notes. You should buy tickets to come see me in Chicago. Absolutely. Razzle Dazzle guy, right? That's that's yeah. I'm the Razzle Dazzle guy. You're the Razzle Dazzle guy. And as always, if anyone wants to stop out at Freight Yard Brewery in Clay, I'm there most Sundays, but definitely Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I had forgotten that I was going to mention, yeah, because now it's summer vacation. I'm like, I have all this time in the world, except from six o'clock until nine thirty, ten o'clock every single night when I'm at play practice right now. Yeah. So. Hey, I'm having a good time. That's what matters, I am, that's I what matters to me. Enjoying that's myself. why I'll watch it as long as you're enjoying it. But it's good. I am having a grand time doing it. That's but it, only because of this part in this show. Theater is a language that I don't fully understand, but that's great as long as everyone... Yeah. And I know so many people at this point that are into theater, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. All, right. All right. So, well, hey, thank yeah. you, Josh. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm glad to have you And coming. hey, we look forward to creating more with you. <laughs>